Hello Gemini friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Gemini April 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see the interface for all the goodies that I make for you each month because I do a lot of work and I don't want you to miss anything. If you are watching through YouTube, great! I have recently crossed over 11 million views to my channel and so thank you for that. And if you are watching on YouTube, you can click on the little more button with the arrow underneath the bottom right of the video to reveal the notes that have the links to all the things I make you. Also, welcome if you are listening to this through the syndicated podcast, Astro Kisses. And there are a lot of listeners on there and that's growing super fast. So hello and welcome to all of you. You can look at the notes underneath the podcast to access those free goodies. April is one of my favorite months of the whole year and I'm going to go into a lot of details why. First to know is that this is for you if Gemini is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or if you're a zealot that goes into way more detail in your chart. Any other placement that you watch for Gemini, Mercury or Mars or Venus or anything, this is part of your astrological picture. Now, if you are a very late degree Gemini, so if your birthday is from around June 15th through the rest of the sign, or if you have 23 to 25 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest that you watch my watch or listen to my cancer report because you very late degree friends can pick up pieces from both of those reports. So why do I love April so much? Some similarities with April compared to March, which you might already know if you've listened to that report, that is one of my other favorite months of the entire year. We're in this beautiful open period, free from personal planet retrogrades, where the green lights are here and the foot is on the gas and Geminis love to move, move, move and do things and not be hindered. So this is an amazing time where you can do that. So we're going to have almost twice as many sweet aspects as salty ones. That is a major must to know because it's rare that that happens and we really have to be excited when it does. So the stars are speaking each other's language this month. They are in accord, they're in agreement, they're getting along, and there are just a couple of little blips. Plus we do have a mega outer transit, so big in fact, hasn't happened since 1856, that I've made a separate video on that, Jupiter-Neptune. Um, so you can look for Annie Botticelli, Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. But we do have that big outer planet connection which can bring any kind of things from challenging to super amazing, sweet, once in a lifetime type of things. So definitely um, check that out. But just know that this is a very big time. This open period is free from personal planet retrograde. So what that means is that Mercury, Venus, Mars, those are the personal planets that can go retrograde. Retrograde is when those planets look like they're going backwards in the sky. They're really not, but they do look like they are. And that tends to bring us inward and backward and more in, you know, introspective and reflective. And it tends to cast things into uncertainty and, you know, bring a lack of clarity and um, maybe a, a lot of inward movement, but not always a lot of outward movement. So we're celebrating because April is not that time. And it's one of the few times in the whole year that it's not that time because 2022 is another retrograde year. So that means March 3rd through April 27th and June 19th through August 21st are our only open periods free from the personal planet retrogrades in the whole year. So you want to take really full advantage of these times for your big plans, engagements, weddings, big parties, gatherings, trips, travel. You can certainly travel during the retrogrades, but 
things are more sure, more certain, more clear, more easy to plan. So let's say you wanna do something in March, April, fantastic. Plan it, do it. Also, this is great for planning things in March and April for that mid-June through August 21st window, when you've got those two points of clarity in between the retrogrades and it just helps. It just helps. If you've been following this with me, you will know why, because things get called into question more in the retrograde period. That could happen any time in life, right? But in the retrograde period, it happens where the uncertainty is there, it's harder to plan or see two feet ahead of you, and we're not in that time now, so plan away. Also remember that if you do something important like a launch, a business launch, the beginning of something, a move, you know, publishing something, anything that you're bringing out into the world or doing as a big new thing, this is a birth date for that. So whenever you have a birth date for an event, it's the same as the birth date for a person. We have that in, you know, affecting us for the whole life of the project. So, you know, you've got some really good energy to infuse into something new and something long-term at this time. So you can get your birth dates of, of your big launches and your big, um, big movements forward at this time. So very, very big must know, very, very exciting, very rare in this year. And so you wanna take full advantage of it. The next big must know, which we'll go into later, but you need to know it now, is that we are back in the heat of eclipse season. Eclipse season started around mid-March, goes through around mid-June, and April and May are the big times when the eclipses, the changes, the radical trajectory shifts, the you know big hellos, the big goodbyes, the major materialization and clearing of karma and getting on track with your highest destiny, those big types of things, happen during the eclipse season and we are in that now so later on we'll talk more detail about the eclipse cycle and where it's going to hit for you but for our purposes right at this moment I just want to add that to the profile for this month so you're getting a feeling of this activation of this change of the of the types of energies that we're working with here these are life-changing aspects that are occurring Another big must know is we've got strong energy in Aries. If you listen to my March report, I was also talking about this then because that's when this started and it's continuing and strengthening now. When planets are in Aries, those angles offer the opportunity, well, it's basically the, the angle of opportunity where things can come as options. We know that Geminis like options and sometimes don't like to exercise the option because then you don't have, you box out something else. But it is important to know that a lot of the opportunities that come at this time are things you might have to actually activate to do something with, or they could just fizzle or pass you by. And the stars couldn't be better for activating them this month, so it's definitely the time when the ambition, the impetus, the oomph, the opportunities, the energy to carry through with the opportunities are all present, and the good birth date for the new whatever thing you want to do, everything is all there in our equation, and it's just a really, really great and rare time. Opportunities can come in any area of your life, but you definitely have a strong focus on friendships. You could have a new friend come into your life or a new circle or group that you become a part of, a new team. You might find your way to add your creative spirit into a group project or some kind of collaboration or something bigger than yourself, finding a way to you know, bring your individuality into a group setting where you can add to and enhance 
the, the bigger mission or, or whatever that is. Maybe it's a job, maybe it's just something that is a fun hobby for you, maybe it's a nonprofit, but whatever it is, the area or the energy of a team or you being part of something bigger than yourself is really lighting up beautifully right now. Also could be something notable that goes on with a friend or friendship. It could be a web-based project. If you have been wanting to launch a website, this is one of the best months of the whole year. If you're trying to get your business online, you know, if you're trying to um, launch an offering, this is fantastic. Even patents or copyrights or anything of that nature have a really, a massive amount of great energy now. You might have an opportunity to help a friend or a friend might really, really show up for you or someone that you know but not that well might gel into something more, whether that's romantic or just a deeper friendship. There are so many ways that networking and saying yes to people saying, you really need to meet this person, um, how that could be very relevant for you at this time. Okay, so this is also the energy of sort of idiosyncratic eccentricities and unusual things. So you might have some unusual opportunities come to you, something that is unique, something that is very different, something maybe you hadn't considered before, and that could work out in a very wonderful way. Another big must know is that we do still have a lot of strong energy in Pisces. And this is, you know, it's still continuing to light up your house of work and career. And th this section of the 10th house is very, very important right now because not only do you have um, personal planets moving through there, you've got Jupiter expanding still, you've got um, Venus is going to move into that space, Mars is going to move into that space. So there's just a massive amount of energy focused on your career, work, employment, recognition, jobs, bosses, father figures, or even anyone with a male energy in your life. When I say male energy, I don't necessarily mean the gender. This could be a mom that was your mom and dad and has that energy, you know, of just kind of the male essence. And this can be someone who might identify as a male, but whatever it is, the energy of males are coming up very strongly and you might need to show up for one of these people and they might need to show up for you. There are some points of tension in this. So there might be some things you have to get through. You might have to forgive someone. You might have to heal something. You might have to get in greater touch with or have a conversation with or set boundaries with um, this person in your life um, because it is a challenged point. But these challenged points, don't have to be bad challenges. It could mean that you're super busy at work or that you got the job, the dream job, and now you have to actually work harder or have a little transition with a learning curve. So there looks like there's the pressure on in that situation, but it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. Okay, pressure can be good, pressure can be exciting, pressure can mean you're pushing through something and accomplishing something that you've always wanted to accomplish. Major life dreams can be accomplished at this time. You know, you might be retiring, you might be, um, you know, be, uh, gaining financial freedom, you might be launching a business um, or doing something on the side that's very uh, fulfilling for you. And if you're not someone that needs to make money or is interested in a vocation per se, 
or even if you are, this energy can have to do with your dharma or your life purpose or what you came here to do, a passion project of some kind. So that energy is very strong for Geminis right now. So adding to the mix of these planetary movements, we've got this once in a lifetime connection with Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces. We have Jupiter and Neptune connect every 12-ish years. It's still a long, you know, rarish transit, but not anywhere as rare as the fact that Jupiter and Neptune are joining in Pisces. The last time this happened was 1856. So like I said, definitely search for Annie Botticelli, Jupiter, Neptune conjunction, because I go into a massive amount of detail about that transit. But for our purposes here, just know that this is going to be accentuating your work and career and the father figures and the bosses and the male energies and your vocation and your dharma and all of that is also getting a boost here from this once in a lifetime aspect. So you might see something very, 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 very noteworthy occur at that point or in that area. Also, if you are in the late degree placements, which means especially the 21st degree through the 27th degree, this would correspond with around June 11th through around June 17th, but if you wanna get it exact, or if you're looking at your degrees, this would be 21 through 27 degrees, you can go to anniehelpsyou.com, put your email address and name, right there front and center where it says, hello friends, that's my newsletter sign up. When you get your welcome letter, you'll get access to software to run a free birth chart. Then you can come back and listen and see whether you have these deeper degrees that I'm going into because this could add much more relevance to this aspect. Now, anyone can experience the once in a lifetime things. Anyone can experience the challenges or awesomeness of this major, major transit, but those of you who are closest to 21 to 27 degrees or you know, like June 11th through 17th or so um, are definitely going to you know, see more of this aspect. Now this is actually from, hold on a second, I just wanna clarify something. From the Jupiter-Neptune aspect, we have some different dates and degrees. What I'm talking about for 21 through 27 degrees is actually Jupiter is making a square to your placement and that is putting on pressure but Jupiter is very benevolent, okay? So if you're in the 21 to 27 degree range, you are getting the exact square from Jupiter. Now, once May happens, we're getting it out of Pisces, okay? Jupiter's gonna go into Aries, that's gonna be much better for Geminis. We will touch back into the late degrees of Pisces towards the end of the year, but you are going to feel the pressure, but you, again, might get something very major that comes from it. Now, let's go back to the Jupiter-Neptune. That's happening at 23 degrees, this once in a lifetime aspect. So from 18 degrees through 28 degrees, the closer to 23 degrees, the more intense is more likely to connect in with your chart. So this is going to be like June 8th through June 18th. The closer to June 13th, the more intense. Okay, so some of you in that zone have multiple things going on here. And I just wanted to call it to your attention. but all of the magic, all the potentials are still present for all Gemini placements. Okay, so now let's talk about this eclipse. Eclipses bring life-changing events. We see that we have multiple layers of possible life-changing event occurring. First, I wanna talk a little bit about the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle, the dates that it happened before, before, 
and the kinds of things that you might see in general. And then we'll drill down to talk about where in your chart and your life that this April 30th, 10 degree of Taurus solar eclipse is going to happen for you. Okay, so let's talk about some general implications of eclipses and some dates and frames of reference. And then we'll dive into the details about where you're going to see the eclipse changes in your chart and in your life. So eclipses bring big changes. They are connected to the north and south node, which are calculated points on the ecliptic that relate to our highest expression in this lifetime, our dharma, fate and destiny, our karma, and activating our hidden gifts. And so you'll see a very big activation time. You'll feel the hand of the divine at work through synchronicity and non-negotiable trajectory shifts, major hellos and goodbyes, big windows closing and other ones opening. Eclipses tend to bring a lot of stress and drama. They can also bring a massive amount of manifestation, things that you've always wanted in many cases. So it's definitely a time where you feel like your finger is stuck in an electric socket for an extended period of time. So from the middle of March to the middle of June, we are in eclipse season. The eclipses are on April 30th and on May 16th. And this first eclipse is going to be on April 30th. It's a solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Taurus. All right, so this Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle started towards the end of 2021. We started to really heat that up September, October of 2021 and really felt it through January of 2022. And we are in this cycle until the end of 2023. Anything can happen from this storyline of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle at any time during these years, but it does tend to heat up and bring into the forefront, into our consciousness, six weeks before and after the actual eclipses. That's why I said the middle of March, um, and then we've got one on May 16th, so we've got like to the middle end of June. This is our eclipse season, and it's very ripe with the types of things that we just listed. Now, to have a frame of reference as to the types of changes that might occur, or storylines, think about the latter part of 2012 through the end of 2014. And also think about early 20, uh, 2004 through mid-2005. It's important to note, and I do often get this question, if something terrible happened then, does it mean something terrible is going to happen now? No, not necessarily, because there were other factors at play at that time, and it's hard to tell what changes were due to the combination of factors in those times, which might not be present at this time. But there are definitely themes that occurred at that time that are going to be coming back around now, and we'll go into the details of that for your sign here in a second, but just to kind of give some context, if you remember back to those periods of time, and the types of changes that happened then. You might see some parallels, some opportunities to make different choices, some lessons that were learned in that time frame that you are able to come back around now, and some patterns of experience even for better, or could be for worse, that you're still clearing through that could come back around for you to do some more work on. For every sign, Taurus and Scorpio relates to my stuff and our stuff my individual sustainability, our coupleship or our relationship, your resources versus your resources shared with other people like the government or your spouse or your family, inheritances, sweepstakes, winnings, plus your individual income. 
This is the polarity we're talking about. So the push and pull between me and we and us and our stuff and my stuff is very strong. The material realm versus the intangible spiritual realm are all things that are going to come up into the forefront for all signs. Okay, so now that you've got a good foundation in the energy of the eclipse, let's go deeper and talk about where this is going to be for Geminis. So first of all, I do recommend that you watch my Eclipses in Taurus um, video. If you've searched for Annie Botticelli, Eclipses in Taurus on YouTube, you will find it because that's the sign that it's in for everyone. Okay, that will give you more insight into the types of things you may see. From the whole house perspective, all the Geminis are going to experience this in the 12th house. We'll talk about what that means in a minute, but I just want to, um, to let you know that all Geminis can look for eclipses in Pisces or 12th house, Annie Botticelli, search for that and you'll get lots of more detail, but we'll hit on some things here. So 12th house eclipses can mean new breakthroughs in the hidden realms. Hidden realms could be a mystery, a family mystery solved. It could mean that something from your past you find it out like a family secret or for better or worse it could be something that you find that has value either in yourself or a material item it could be a psychological breakthrough a spiritual connection you could have someone or something connect with you from you know the the place where people have crossed over this is a very magical angelic spiritual metaphysical um, occurrence you could face and conquer a fear. Of course, as humans, we're always going to have fears and we're always going to be trying to manage those, but you could have a breakthrough where something you were so afraid of, you confronted it and you passed through it. So this is like, you know, something that could be limiting you, could have been limiting you your whole life and now you confront it, pass through it, and now you're free of the shackles of it. So it's definitely a very powerful spiritual, psychological transit. Addictions could come up here. If you have an addiction, it could come to light. It could come out of the hidden zone and into the open zone, which could facilitate your healing. This also can have to do with your sleep and your relationship with sleep. It's like a very, a very blurry type of energy where sleeping and waking mix, you know, that time right before you go to sleep when you're falling asleep or that time right when you wake up where things between sleep and wake are blurry. It's a very dreamlike state. And then the boundaries between life and afterlife or the physical realm and the, and the intangible realm, those are the zones of this area. So you might have major breakthroughs or awarenesses or something happen there. Now, if you are, let's see. Okay, so from the Placidus perspective, that was the whole house perspective and it's true for all Geminis. From the Placidus perspective, the early degree placements, so that's basically the May-born Geminis or zero to 10 degrees, you're likely also going to have the Placidus eclipse in the 12th house, okay? So that's more fervor for that energy. But because it's an early degree, it's also going to be very cuspy to the 11th house. And those of you who are June born or 11 degrees through the rest of the sign, you are likely to have the actual eclipse from the Placidus perspective be in the 11th house and, um, and have manifestations there. So definitely look for eclipses in Aquarius. Annie Botticelli, search for that on YouTube. You can also look at my um, eclipse playlist on my homepage on YouTube. 
and you'll get a lot more insights. You already have some insights because we talked about this very busy 11th house with the friendships and the groups and you know the website things. So all of those things that are being accentuated by the Aries movements are also going to have this flavor of these life-changing eclipse energy. So you've got double duty there and you can see more in that video. But overall, I, I'm very excited about this month. Um, for all signs, but I love the Aries energies for Gemini. It's very infusing to your air. It might make you feel more sure about yourself and what you do, increase your self-esteem, help you have more clarity about what you want to do with your life, what you want to call yourself, your image, and give you even physical um, zest and vigor. So if you've been tired or you know in convalescence, this could be um, very healing for you physically as well. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video. Click on that and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarLight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology-inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way. Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.